Everything you do, I hate you. Unfurled is great. It is. It is. It's uh, pretty fantastic. All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> all the kid. All the cool kids are doing Unfurled. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. Behind the bike racks. I. I mean, it's like a juvenile sex fantasy come true. But you know, <laughs> uh, um, that's my fetish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'll just leave that one there. Actually. <laughs> oh no, there's truth to that statement. <laughs> let's let's not expand on my weird harem fantasies. We will do well um, with this information. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Who's um, that at the door? Is that blackmail? My my old friend oh god better no. than blackface who came last week oh god what yeah yeah really the important thing is that he's coming <laughs> uh so uh we are back again for another episode uh we're back from well oh yeah i'm tal no you're not um and the i'm a doom I'm Roland. There you go. You can just call the other two fuckface one and, and fuckface two. Yeah, uh, Vox isn't here this week uh, because if I remember correctly, he's like working or yes. something. Yeah. Yes, he's working. I couldn't remember his like. No, he's at home switching or like. So anyway, work related. Uh, he's work. So he's he nights. is not here. Um, so he's been replaced by our resident shark mascot. He's fairly quiet, but you know, he brings who, some atmosphere. Who coincidentally, if you're watching the stream, you'll notice we have this one. And then there's that one in behind us. He's cheering him on. Uh, so the old one was actually replaced by uh new hotness here. Um, <laughs> and this uh, one's starting to get a little limp. Uh, he's, he's just like, he needs a wash. Yeah, so uh, he might end up getting replaced with some new hotness again. New, new hotness. <laughs> uh, so that's the thing. Anyway. Maybe Domo can be. Yeah. Well, no, I like our shark mascot. It, the, our mascot's a shark now because. He, he needs that hat, though. Um. Yeah, he does. He needs the cowboy hat. <laughs> a cowboy shark. Yeah, he's a Texan shark. Oh, my God. Like, the, the, there's so many things wrong with that. Like. <laughs> But a, a shark, first off, living in like landlocked fucking Alberta, <laughs> and then on top of that, he's like a rancher. So many right things. It's just about so that too. dusty, and <laughs> like all the dust getting in his fucking gills and shit. Like he drinks lots of water. That would be one haggard fucking whiskey drinking, not even whiskey, like bourbon drinking, angry motherfucker. And he'd have like a five o'clock shadow always. Yeah. Like at all, all times of the day. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So we came back from, uh, for a, which was a good time. That was a fun, 
Yeah, well, it was. We actually, it's it's funny because during Furay, we didn't really get to talk about Furay because it was on the first fucking day that we all got there. Oh, so really, there was you hadn't experienced (laughs) anything yet, dude? Okay, so (laughs) so for that episode, I showed up and. I'm like, we, I like, we ran the stuff over to the panel and it was like 40 minutes till our panel started. And then we go over and I'm like, fuck, I gotta like, uh, 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 get my room. Like I got to check in, uh, to my room because I've got my two people who are rooming with me. You know, I got my boyfriend and then the other guy who was rooming with us and they're there waiting with their shit like they can't put their stuff anywhere so it's like yeah i gotta check in and then as i'm in the check-in line i'm like oh god that's right i have to reg because i have a fucking panel i didn't reg for the panel <laughs> yeah just Man, i don't know fuck that noise i thought it would be really really weird to ghost my own panel like that wasn't just... that weird <laughs> i got registered like later in the evening i i mean i guess as long, like as long as you register the same day there's no real harm in it it's just like i'm like man well, it, i'm still gonna pay for the whole weekend i'm still paying 50 dollars. if somebody stops me i will be like hi i know you you know me i'm gonna buy my badge in like an hour when this panel's done cool cool and then walk past them yeah so i i don't know it was just I don't know. I didn't want, I really didn't want to ghost my own panel. But. If you're a first timer, that'd be weird. But since uh, they all knows use, I guess. No, it's perfectly fine. I love the fact that Thalinor is also present in the chat. I knows use. It, it definitely was a good time, though. Uh, it was uh, a lot of people, actually, a lot more people than I'm used to seeing anyway, showed up to uh, Furay that year. Not that the con was without its problems um, and interesting moments, uh, because, you know, there was a lot of other people at the at the hotel mainly because there was all of the refugees from or not evacuees evacuees i keep calling them refugees it's okay i've been calling them refugees on purpose for the Uh, whole week (laughs) but yeah there's all the evacuees from up north from the uh the fires that are still raging um but uh, so there's all these people walking around, you know, people who lost their fucking homes and now they got to deal with this bullshit. <laughs> so there were moments like in the hotel restaurant during the free breakfast, like there's a free breakfast buffet thing. And there's like a guy there wearing ears and a tail. And there's this little girl with her dad there staring at it with like the, you know, side eye Susie kind of look like the what the fuck is this bullshit and she's like tugging at her dad's arm and her dad's like no stop it like stop it stop it stop calling attention to the thing i'm staring at and like she had this look on her face like are we are we serious? Is seriously nobody going to talk about the guy wearing an ears and tail right now? <laughs> Dad, do you see that? Do you, I know you're staring right at it, but do you see, see that? It's just what, kid what, logic. What yeah, sort of well, blows me away about that whole situation is that like every year we've had foray, there has been some sort of like Middle Eastern wedding going on. Yeah, and that was the other thing. There was like an Indian but wedding. That's a fault of the hotel. Yeah, not us. Like, but did you <laughs> see that room though? I was okay. I was looking no. for the elevators, right? And I took a wrong turn, and I ended up walking down the hallway that the indian wedding was being set up and like it's like a fucking airplane hanger 
And it was just like a sea of white tables and flowers. Well, I'm pretty sure that particular hotel was chosen to allow for expansion. I guess. It's just... Well, so that the worlds didn't have to collide too much. So while we've got a bunch of animal people dancing around to fucking techno, they've got like live, you know... Like fucking dollar Mendy music going on in the background. Sweet ass sitars and not even not even like sitars, but like like straight up like Punjab Bollywood music, you know, ding like that shit. And I'm like I was standing by the door and I'm listening to it. I'm like, this shit's fucking awesome. It is. Like we need to just like stream this into the dance hall and it would be great. Everyone's just like <laughs> dancing. Um, but, well, like, um I think the other thing that didn't really lend itself to the the whole con experience with the uh, the Fort Mac evacuees was um first Cedar's penchant to fuck with things. Oh yeah. Cause like I I was a present when uh, one of my buddies like was in suit and they're just like I'm going to go crash the wedding. I'm like, uh, yes, no, please don't. Please okay. don't. Can, can you please not do that? There's... I'm like, uh, really? There, There is a line to be drawn. If you are attending a convention as an attendee, sure. Mess with people at the convention. Mess with people that are already there. Don't mess with people that don't really fuck don't with want. People in the especially hell. a fucking wedding. Like yeah, that shit is sacred. Don't and... fuck with especially an Indian wedding. Well, that, like that like, shit's a big, big fucking deal, deal in their it's, culture. So yeah, don't do that. You know, maybe it was received well. Maybe nothing happened, but like there's going to be that one time. Yeah. So and uh, the, the other thing that I heard about and I didn't experience this because I wasn't really in the dances. I just kind of like walked in like bobbed my head for a little bit and then left um was apparently the bartender at the fucking dance was like just this apparently she was a real bitch yeah like just this horrible frigid cunt like the whole fucking time i didn't notice i was already plastered by the time i got into the dance i didn't have to buy anything like we're talking like straight up cersei lannister no well like apparently uh one of our good friends had her go off on like a five minute rant about how furries were creepy and gross before serving him fucking like water or some shit what you yeah. know what? they're no creepier grosser than anybody that you yeah. that she probably knows or she probably it, is right like, like, uh, apparently too like he was just like super non-confrontational and like didn't really know what to say i'm like and just sort of walked off and like that's what everyone was doing they're just like okay sure like, and then they just what? sort of left just fucking leave yeah, like there's like yeah like, God, I, I, I don't like, fucking care just go up to your supervisor and be like look i can't deal with i i have to do something else put somebody else in there yeah like and, I, I don't fucking care you and like there there are people like, you maybe, are a bartender yeah you f- serve your fucking clients yeah well, well she wasn't getting any tips because she's being such a bitch to everybody yeah, if she wasn't if i she wasn't being a, a cunt, shit then people would have given her tips and she yeah. would have had a good night like, um to ensure prompt service or non-bitchy yeah. service as the case maybe yeah so it was it's one of those things where like if i don't know i'm the kind of person where like i don't put up with service staff giving me fucking lip about anything so it was like the second i would have heard that i'd have been like uh your manager now here immediately and if you don't go get him it's going to become a bigger problem for you like wow like it's it's bullshit like i shouldn't have to listen to somebody making fucking fun well no personal attacks or anything yeah like, like if if I have to listen to somebody go on a five minute tirade about 
how the, the, the culture are I'm disgusting a part of. and yeah. weird. I'm like, well, fuck, fuck you, you too. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go complain to your boss, and I hope you get fired. Yeah, like honestly. So it it's one of those uh, things. Like we we are being told that she is fired. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> Pro- not probably, so... or at least will be a non-issue, quote unquote, um, which probably means she doesn't work there anymore. But or yeah. they will just make sure she is, or absolutely make sure she not is on staff, locked in a storage yeah. closet. <laughs> Um, like I don't know I don't other, have respect for people yeah. that don't have respect for other than those hangups like there was the obvious as <clears throat> always with every convention elevator problems uh, because for some reason the hotel uh, the first floor is locked uh, you can well not locked but alarmed you can't get from the, uh, the 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 stairwell to the first floor so if you're on the second floor you can't take the stairs. And if you're anywhere above, you can take the stairs to the second floor. That's it. Yeah. You yeah. can't get the to the first, first floor fucking floor. Locked. Fucking horseshit. Why? <laughs> so I'm like, on the sixth fucking floor. I want to take the stairs to the lobby. Yeah. So it's or a, the outside. Well, I don't care. I always, you always, you'd always see people. And like, I felt bad too. Cause you'd see people on the second floor, like waiting for the elevator and people were like, just oh. take the stairs. And it's like, we can't yeah. fucking. Yeah. No, I like, it, yeah. And that definitely did happen. Like people getting onto the second floor, people were like, Oh, are you serious? I'm like, you know, if you had actually tried to take the stairs, you would know yeah. the lobby is locked. Yeah. It's yep. just, yeah, it's it's horseshit. Well, it got to the point where uh, Carr even went up to the front desk and was like, "Can you like unalarm that or open it because this is getting stupid?" There's like ten, fifteen minute waits for elevators. The thing is, that's like every con though. Every con has the fucking elevator issue. It's Valinor not... does specify that I'm an anomaly that I like taking the stairs because I'm not a fucking fat slob. Um. <laughs> Hey now, <laughs> I uh, I or resemble disa- that or remark. disabled or disabled. Um, but like I don't know. It's just like, eh, you're, you're, like that's the thing. It's not really the fault of the con. It's just that's a thing that happens at every convention. It's not a furry convention without fucking but elevator bullshit. <laughs> you're also you're also willing to take the stairs and are making changes to your lifestyle. I, I mean, that's the front I put up. Meanwhile, I just like eat cookies and. Oh, I'm turning into a fat slob. So yeah. I mean. Um, I, I can't talk much. I'm I'm uh, slowly escalating back to my pudgy glory, my former pudgy glory. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, other than all of that, it was great. Uh, dances, uh, excuse me, dances seemed like they were pretty hopping. I didn't actually get a chance to see the talent show or whatever they had going I, on. I missed the masquerade. Unfortunately, I heard it was awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, there was, was also the, the drinking and build a fursuit or something. Uh, like, drunken fursuit creation. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was I, apparently a big hit. I went to the dance on Saturday, listened to, um, to Rex and uh, Ray's set. Yeah. That was, uh, that was really good. Yeah. Ray was, Ray's set was pretty decent. Uh, the, uh, artist alley was great. I got myself a badge, which was fun. Um, I didn't actually have a badge for this character I, yet. I threw $10 at Ray and told him to draw me something. He did. It was pretty fucking adorable. <laughs> oh, I should have told you guys, given you some money and got uh, you to get me uh, a badge. Yeah. Oh, we, sh- yeah, we should have got you character art. You don't have any kind of character art. I don't. 
Okay. I'd like, I, I should really, I should really, you know what? I, I feel like it's cheating. I should really draw it myself. No, I should no, really... man. No, that the, well, okay. You can you can half, draw and design it yourself. Half of being a furry is like a buying art from somebody else. You, honestly, you know what was funny too is. I I sat there and because I couldn't go, I sat there like waiting for you guys. I heard because of bullshit internet issues, you couldn't actually stream. No, we couldn't. But I like um, sat there and waited and I was like, I even changed all my like YouTube shit so that I could talk in the chat. And it's like a big fucking gnarly black goat. And like I renamed myself so I could be like part of the action. <laughs> like, like we, we tried, we really did. We had um, I had a one hundred foot fucking Ethernet cable. I noticed. <laughs> like I and it's still just it was not happening. Um, well, what was it? Was that one even uh, hooked up, or did we need a? Were we behind a paywall? It, it was hooked up. It was just so slow. Like the stream would have been like three kilobit. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you were expecting. I, I really don't. I don't know. So, like we we would have been better off tethering one of our phones because we all we, have. Like, we would have been better off. We all have like six gig data plans. I was gonna say because where I used to go out of town for work all the time, I absolutely am aware of the shittiness of hotel Wi-Fi yeah. or internet in general. It's it's quite garbage. Like most of the time. It's you either get that diamond in the rough hotel yeah. that's actually like, oh, my God, I can go online and I didn't have to try for 25 minutes. Neat. And then there's other ones where you're just Netflix will stream at more than three pixels a minute. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like you'll actually get good, solid streaming. Yep. And then there's other ones where it's like, oh, you want an Internet? Sorry, that's optional. Yeah. Like, um, that it'll is, also the, cost you $30 the, an hour. The, the other thing about it is we actually made the mistake of not requesting internet for the fucking uh, panel room. So uh, that was one of those things where I was like, as I'm walking into the hotel, I'm like, like wait a minute. Uh, is this room even going to have internet? Fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm just checking Twitter and... Uh, <clears throat> Ocean tweeted uh, the uh, conversation that apparently happened. It's Roland Fair downstairs. Let me check. Turns on unfurled. Nope, there he is. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think we've rambled on enough about the con. Probably rambling. Uh, probably. Uh, by the way, that episode will be up fairly soon. It uh, was a little more weird to edit because I got home and was lazy. So. Oh, that's totally odd. Yeah. Um, the episode actually never made it onto our NAS right now. So it's just sitting on that laptop, which I really hope doesn't suddenly die. Uh, other than that, it should be coming up soon. We got some interesting commentary uh, on a few things. Hot damn. Especially where the part where I called the uh, CRIAA, RIAA, MPAA, literally Satan and uh hillary clinton literally satan and uh i call a lot of things satan uh but yeah <laughs> that's actually a typo you're saying that they're satin they're like velvety uh, soft they're velvety soft the name and, uh, is satin um I, I still like that picture of hillary clinton where she's just like this and she's like yeah. got the big shoulder shrug and she's making a ridiculous face and it's like if people would stop asking me things, I could stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was like, that's amazing. So speaking uh, of literal Satan, 
Um, <laughs> George Zimmerman uh, was in the news recently. Old George. Do you know? Do you remember George? That sounds really what? familiar. What yeah. hasn't he been in the news for? Uh, so, Aside from killing a black kid yeah. and. Something else extremely bad. Yeah, so George Zimmerman, the guy most famously, or rather infamously, known for the death of Trayvon Martin, um, whether that is a See, that counts as a murder or not really is kind of like an OJ situation this where man it depends has a on really, which story you believe. But This man has a really unfortunate last name because everything every time I hear Zimmerman, I think Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> You mean Hans com- Zimmer? I-, I thought it was Zimmerman. No, it's Hans no. Zimmer. Yeah, it's just Zimmer. Oh, okay. Um, Hans. Uh, but yeah, uh, he uh, was the one who shot and killed um, Trayvon Martin. Uh, and I, I can't remember right. if he... I don't think what, he was... I what think he was found racist not guilty. thing is George Zimmerman in the I, news I mean, for today? this isn't racist per se but but it has to do with black people it has to do with uh trayvon martin okay he is auction or at least was auctioning off the gun that he used to kill trayvon martin and you are telling me auctioning this is that's not racist in and of itself that's straight up fucked selling a gun not used to kill someone is not racist selling a gun specifically Uh, uh, used to kill a black child uh, is pretty fucking racist i mean this is the gun that killed Trayvon Martin. You know exactly who it's going to, too. You know it's exactly going. why he's selling it. Well, see, well, he's selling it to make a buck. Uh, uh, some but, white trash yeah. piece of garbage is going to yeah. save up all his food from, stamps and his bullshit for in his trailer to from, buy this from one ass gun. backwards redneck to another. He is selling a gun that has been used to kill a black person so that someone else can carry on his legacy. Yeah. So he was uh, saying you know now is the time to own a piece of american history and um all this shit and and i mean theoretically yes this was a very high profile case that gun will most likely someday hold value as a historical artifact but damn is he- fucking serious yeah like but like i mean is that his words no but i I mean those are mine he's not wrong this it is true this was a high profile issue and a lot of people feel feel very strongly about it so that gun will eventually be a historical artifact it i mean that does make me sad i i I mean the thing is it doesn't have to be a historical artifact like look at the great thing this guy did i know i know i know you know the same way that fucking nazi shit is still historical but like how is well one how does he still own the gun like uh, i I really feel like he shouldn't he got it back after the case i really feel like he shouldn't own Uh, that gun because i'm pretty sure he was actually found like not guilty there's a bunch of bullshit yeah stupid case um but anyway so he has it and he was trying to auction it and the auction just recently thank god actually got canceled the the auction house the gun broker that was doing it canceled it they're like because like again the internet because it's a disgusting amount of bad press yeah well the internet fucking snapped it went ballistic and so they're just like, nope, dibs out. We're uh uh-uh. uh, we're not even. Nope, like 
because they just noped right the fuck think, out. Think think because the only reason for owning that is to say that you own it. Yeah, and. The amount of people and, that would be proud of said fact or would yeah. have friends that would be proud of said fact. To, I, I, to acknowledge the significance of what that gun has quote unquote accomplished, it pretty much makes you a racist. See, I, yeah. I, it, it depends on the context. Because again, if you are, if you are, if you are, are like are I you, said, a person like myself, I would not mind having it. As a historical thing, but it's a hand-me-down. Uh, it, it's. Uh, you know what? I can't or necessarily. Or it belongs in a museum or something. And, and I... like, I mean, it, it like that. That's the thing with these things. This is really there. Context. There are some horribly negative connotations to selling and buying that gun. I, in this context, yes. This this particular gun, I'd say yes, but I can't necessarily say. Like you'd now the the chances you that you would be a racist purchasing that is probably fairly high. Like you have something against you know yeah you know like that if if we're talking about guns that are significant in like American history, we can consider. And I'm only going to say this because I've been listening to the musical nonstop for two months. Um, like Hamilton and Aaron Burr, the gun that killed Alexander Hamilton is in a museum. Yeah, on display as a significant part of American history. That is akin to what this gun will likely become. I, I mean, not quite how as does, high profile. Not but, quite as high profile, but still similar. Yeah. I, how does one come into this into the possession of this gun without it being some sort of hand me down or like happenstance that isn't doesn't have some sort of horrible connotation? Yeah. Well, I think this enters the area. Like, I couldn't honestly call somebody. Say, say, like if you have a, like if you have a history buff, right? Like somebody that has way too much money that wants to make like a mini like showcase room. If they purchased like a full on Nazi SS uniform and had like the whole thing, like you know, they decorated the room with, but 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 various, obviously various, like you know, they'd be they'd have like a an American military uniform. This is, this is like, very similar to the whole, but I like the uniforms argument. Well, and I wouldn't call them I wouldn't call them a Nazi for buying that. Yeah, this no. is a little bit different, but it's See, that same area where you're kind of like it's not it's, it's signif- more of a significant single this, item. This but, would have even probably been more acceptable if he'd done it like 25 years from now. Yeah, well, about it, the approximate time when South and, Park says. It's okay to make fun of a thing. And that's why I was saying, like, it's it's very context sensitive, right? Because, like, the way he is selling this and the things he's saying when he's selling it, like, to, he's saying the proceeds will go to, like, fight Black Lives Matter and shit. Like, I actually said that. For, for a second, I thought you were going to say these proceeds are going to go to fighting Black Lives. Uh, no, the Black Lives Matter protests. <laughs> and he was, we're, like, we're going to fight black people. With well, you were saying he's going to donate some of the money to, like, fighting against Hillary Clinton uh, and shit. All like, proceeds okay, so that's, the, that's like Germany saying. Setting up a Kickstarter it's to a, help the Jews. Well, like it's no, it's just it's a bunch of bullshit. And the way he's selling it, and the context he's selling it in, yes, it's terrible. However, that said, I wouldn't think that somebody buying the gun as a historian or like a museum taking the gun for storage to tell the story of you know racist people. Like, you know, how I, racism is still a thing or someone like I want to take this thing that is a part of a history and black history 
out of the hands of a horrible man, See, I would not think them less for that. Uh, I don't disagree with you on that. Like, it certainly would be a valuable part of history to have and display and be like, this is what happens. You know, in the in the but, same sense that you'd, you know, you'd show it and be like, and but this you, is what you don't do. But if you purchase the gun from this man, you are, in essence, condoning yeah. his actions. Yeah, it's, you I are mean, giving him money and proceeds and profit. Yeah. From a gun that is taken and presumably innocent life. Yeah, and that's why, like I was saying, the sale of this gun is unethical. On its own isn't necessarily bad, but the context right now... If George Zimmerman were to be dead and it was his son selling the gun, I would have no problem with it. That's why I mean, it's like the context is being sold in, however, is not... the, the The very act of buying the gun from Zimmerman himself is in essence kind of not a good thing i don't think it should be i don't think it should be independently purchasable i think it should have to go to uh, like an organization or something like that he was like saying that like the smithsonian or some shit was like interested in it and like when he did that they're like uh no we're not never mind yeah not even kind of like i i really don't think this person should own a gun period i don't think he should either like, um, you know, it, it's, it's buying the gun is not taking a gun out of this man's hands. He can go to the fucking store and buy another one. Yeah, he will with his proceeds from the gun he's selling. He'll probably yeah. be, probably buy two more guns. Yep, yeah. to protect so, himself. Anyway, he he at the moment doesn't have an auction uh, because it was pulled. Um, but we'll see what he tries to do with it later. This is a guy I'm pretty sure he just he he is doing his best to just piss everyone he can off um i think that's his like thing that that's yeah. pretty disgusting considering because like this is a man who has been the source of a lot of strife and heartache and hardship and yeah he is trying to uh, like he's just trying he, to piss people off now well and he's succeeding he, he, he's either trying to piss people off or he's like Trying to make himself out to be the good guy, which seems to have been like the entire situation here. Yeah. And like um, going, I'm going to make something better of the world. This yeah. is what I'm doing. It's totally just. He's like, I'm I'm a good person. See, look at all these fucking yeah, but rednecks it, in Arkansas. That I was like, look, look at all these unfortunate people I'm helping by selling the gun that shot one of them. And by not. No, well, the thing is, he's not fighting unfortunate people. He's saying he was going to fight against the Black Lives Matter people and fight against Hillary's gun laws. Oh, I thought you said for. No, against. Against oh. them. Okay, okay. At le- you know, at least he is openly a dick stating himself as a giant piece of shit. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, he is just openly embracing the I am literal trash uh, thing. So, I mean, at least he's honest, but fuck me, dude. <laughs> Like, like, and that's the thing It's one of those things where it's like, I see it and I'm just like, like, I'm, I'm kind of heartened by the massive, like the massive immediate horror. Like, no, you know what this kind of reminds me of the tweet by Donald Trump about Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Where everyone... I'm enjoying the best fucking taco in the city here available only at Trump Tower. Cinco de Mayo. Like, yeah. yeah, And everyone's like, oh, my God, shut up. What are you doing? Yeah. And like, that's the thing is the one of the things that 
to me, this isn't terrible news. It is because of the massive public outcry. Relapse the, the, he got from the... It the, provides a bit of hope that, well, like, people... And not just massive, but massive and instantaneous public how, outcry. How long was that up for? Oh, less than 24 hours. Good. Like, it, it was just... It was up. People found out. The internet fucking exploded. And then, like, within a day, like, we're talking, like, Philip DeFranco, fucking, like, uh, oh, God. They're, they're what like, did he expect to happen? Yeah, like, everybody's talking about, we're talking about this within, I think, we're still within, like, 48 hours of this thing. It, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like was he just sitting, like, was he just sitting in his fucking mobile home, like, leering at pictures of black people and just be like, I should sell this gun like, was that just like an immediate like, fucking stupid He's like, man, I sure, by him? man, I sure do wish other people supported my cause to fight black people. Uh, yeah. yeah, like, I should sell this. I should really sell that. Like, are like, you fucking, how idiotic can you, I just, I don't get it. Yeah. The the thoughts that would enter that man's head is it's just beyond such me. an unapologetic racist. So, like, I can't comprehend. Yeah, so for now, I think the answer to all of this is point and laugh. Mm-hmm. And, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. and just revel in the fact that nobody is having his shit this, no one this is an example of the good things the internet yeah do. yeah it, it gives me a glimmer of hope for the internet yeah <laughs> also it is providing a valuable service to society in that anyone who's supporting him you can immediately write off is probably a terrible person so yeah. you know oh hey, definitely hey, right. <laughs> yep and so speaking of disgusting pieces of shit. Oh my god! Both we... <laughs> literally and figuratively. Oh god! Oh my god! Gross. Um, are we, is this a poop story? This is a poop story. Oh, why are we talking about poop? Why this not? isn't just a poop story. Everything okay. is. Poop. This is a story about the poultry workers that were forced to wear diapers. What? Because they were not allowed bathroom breaks. What? Holy shit! Dude, who wants to guess where this happened? I am assuming like China, Russia, Russia or China. I'm just going to say Florida because everything fucked up. Uh, Sure. You you keep guessing those things. I is this a first world country or a second world country? Uh, It depends on what you consider the United (laughs) States to be. Depends. Fifth world country. Okay. Uh, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. My God. North Carolina and Delaware. Jesus. One of the largest poultry processing companies in the country um, are being... Uh, largely scrutinized for not giving their co-workers bathroom breaks. That's... Many of them were forced to shit themselves for fear of losing their jobs if they left the assembly line. Wow. Wow. So many of the co-workers, if you can imagine, resorted to wearing diapers to prevent Holy themselves from having to take bathroom shit. breaks for themselves. That's disgusting. I, okay, so the CEO of this company... Uh, jail, like straight up, just straight oh, to Guantanamo. Not just CEO. Anything above 
these people. The assembly workers. Yeah, Guantanamo. The the supervisors, <laughs> the guy who made the schedules, the fucking manager. Thousand years The dungeon. regional manager, yeah. the CEO, CIO, anybody, a C-level executive. It's every, what, literally everyone. Anyone. In, not wearing a diaper. Anyone involved in this. <laughs> like, like, well, that's the thing. Anyone involved in this and anyone who in any way knew about this. So I'm talking like, you know, the families of these people who knew this was happening. Like Thousand Years Dungeon, you know. Let's just send them to Russia. Be like, hey, Russia, here's some U.S. citizens you can torture. I'm, I'm going to put it this way, though. If you got to wear a diaper at work because they won't let you go to the bathroom, I think the last people you're going to tell is your family. I don't know if I'd tell my family that and be like, well, I just wouldn't do it. I would be like, I will go, I will go shovel shit for a living. I am not working in a place that I can't. If I need to poop, I'm, I can't poop. Well, that's the thing. I'm surprised with that kind of shit going on. One of them didn't pull a fucking clock tower situation. Like, uh, like that's the kind of shit that... Especially drew... in Arkansas? Yeah. Like, like you know, I... Mmm. Mm. It's rough. Ah, so, I... um, just for the record, this is Tyson Foods. Okay. So, everyone knows to send a quick email to Tyson Foods... Telling them to go fuck themselves. Tell them that they're fucking awful people and um, they deserve to be punched in the you know whatever uh, sexual no, they no death threats. That is illegal. Uh, uh, but be sure to tell them what a shitty haha, company they are. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I you know it's one of those things like you know I'm not one for DDoSing people. Oh, that sounds like a great idea, but. Although yeah. that is becoming a federal crime as yeah, well. I, I won't tell you what. I'm not going to condone it, but if you know how, I'm not going to. I won't I, condone I won't, it, but if the internet hate machine were to do it anonymously one day, yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't complain at all. Yeah, no. So yeah, Tyson Foods, go fuck yourselves. And I really hope that this causes every single one of you to lose like, your jobs forever. fucking believable like, Yeah. You know, people in the States bitch all the time. The people bitch about people in the States all the time. This is why. Yeah. It's because so many of your like, fucking yeah. leading leaders in the corporate world even, are literal pieces of shit. Even the title of this, argu- uh, of this article bothers me. Poultry workers forced to wear diapers to increase efficiency. Oh, my Which is the same God. horseshit fucking ideology that so many managers, team leads, whatever in the States have towards this kind of bullshit like yeah. it's how productive are you being if one your coworkers aren't sanitary they're handling food they're fucking scratching themselves in the balls and their diapers are going to get uncomfortable so they're probably going to adjust touching feces getting urinary tract infections it's fucking Ugh. yeah and i don't know if you've ever tried to work efficiently when you really had to poop that yeah, doesn't work or, or you work, or work efficiently when you're shitting yourself marinating your in, in your own shit you're yeah. in um or you're fucking exhausted because you haven't had a break people get to be people get to be a little like, more happy happy workers are good workers yeah, well, happy workers are better workers yeah and, and yet at the same time also deregulation guys am i right yeah free market which the states hasn't had in like a hundred years yay <laughs> fucking mm. that's fucking rough Mm. That's awful. I feel so bad for those I, people. I do. I'm and so I, angry now. Yeah, I want. I. I mean, I am trying to think of ways to make this funny, but honestly, I. I'm, I'm trying I am, to think of a way 
to I am like, truly wishing encourage action that isn't also a death threat. I I am truly um, wishing fire on these people. <laughs> like I'm just, I I hope like, it all burns down. <laughs> um, it, you know what? I know this you is know not what? okay. Like, I don't I don't hope it, I don't hope it burns down. I hope all those people get to keep their jobs, but everybody up um, from them all get fucking destroyed. They bring in new management and run that place like it should so those people can live productive financial I, lives I, so I mean, they don't have I, to find I, another. I mean, we've got, we've got some relationships with China we need to patch up, so we could send them a bunch of free workers. Well, <laughs> see, here's the thing is that I I found this article on Reddit, of course, and... There was some discussion about because the states has this. It, it was essentially built on the backs of the Mexicans, um, where people come in as illegal immigrants. They get jobs at poultry plants or whatever. Like, there's actually a couple um, movies done around this concept as documentaries or even just as like sort of sat- quote unquote satirical kind of pieces. They just treat their coworkers like shit because they can't go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. because they so don't have other there's options. there's a very good chance that these people are immigrants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I and mean, they so just have no other option, they, right? Yeah, they yeah. have no rights. They they have no option to fight these inhumane conditions. And, like, there's, I so, can't believe that there's I, any point at which this would happen. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm honestly finding it hard to wrap my head around the fact that this actually happened. It's one like, of those things. You guys like, let this shit happen, yeah, it, people one, in the States. It's one of those things where I hear about it, and it's like, again, I'm thinking like a third world country, fucking like Nambia or yeah. some shit. The States has a lot more in common with a third world country than I am even comfortable admitting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so two very dark news stories. <laughs> Um, hopefully oh. we could find a way to laugh at them a little bit. But, um, we'll but like, we'll give you guys like a kitten video or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I saw this and I already believe in like a healthy work life balance and shit yeah. like this just makes me sad. Um, you know what though? That's the, we can all, we can all take, take a good like burst of energy in the fact that something will be fucking done with these people. And we can smile at the fact that these people's lives are going to change for the better. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I, well, I won't be satisfied. Well, it, yeah, that much remains to be seen. I will not be satisfied with anything less than like several decades in jail. Oh God. For these, for these yeah. people. Like that is absolutely, absolutely like, brutal. They're probably going to get a slap on the wrist, get told not to do it again. Because rich people. Because free market. Yeah. And um, nothing will happen. Uh, But I don't want to be that pessimistic. Uh, (laughs) I think it's being realistic. Yeah. As depressing as that is. Uh, But I think for now, though, we should. Do we have a. We don't have another topic, do we? Not right Uh, now. No. Uh, I think for now we should uh, go on break and play Cars segment uh, because there was one. Um, uh, If I can find it, just a second here. You can find it. Look at how he's trying to find the thing we're going to play for you today. (laughs) He's moving the mouse. He's going to find it. He's going to find it. Look. You guys can't see, so you don't look. Or you can look. It doesn't matter. Be your own person. Do whatever you want. 
He's looking for car segment. It's a coming. Prepare your ear holes. Here comes car segment. Soon. Almost. Almost there. Soon. I don't know what number it's supposed to be. Keep waiting. Don't worry. You feel free to touch yourself while you wait. That's okay. We all do it. It's no problem. We won't <laughs> we won't judge you. Actually, I liked Eleanor's idea. A jail cell with no toilet, just diapers. Oh, see, <laughs> that's a great idea. That's a great punishment. They should have to work on that assembly line with no bathroom breaks. They should do the old swaparoo. Well, <clears throat> it, it's America. If they get sent to jail, it will be a private prison where they will be forced to labor for about $3 an hour. It's ridiculous. Uh, Which is still too much money for them. Cars segment. Oh, you. Uh, is not here. It's not here. Okay. You better be. All right. Well, I guess we'll just have to listen to the recorded episode. You better, uh, you better mean that. Yeah. You can't just touch yourself and, and, you know, say you're touching yourself and not actually do it. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's that that that's uh. Um, it's Moscow. He probably is touching himself yeah, right now. Yeah, that, that is most likely. <laughs> no, knowing him. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah. fine. He's that's that good. naked guy at the camping trip. Remember? Oh, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> there uh, was there was many. You'll have to specify. There were many. There were many penises to be had. There was a whole there was a whole lot of helicoptering going on. You uh, just spin me right round, so right round, <laughs> baby. That was like a record, baby. On on a scale of one to meat spin, it was it was pretty spinny. Uh, yeah, it was, it was I would very, be. It was very meat spinny. Uh, meat. Oh, whatever. You know, you got to be free though. You got to feel that nice, cool breeze on the old Wang there. See, that actually makes wang, me whatever. feel rather uncomfortable. Like even when the I'm cool in, breeze being even, naked. Even when I'm like in my house, I still like to have you know boxers or something on. You know, I mean, my junk gets cold. See, I'm the kind of guy, like, when I get naked, I just got to spread out. I got to, like, get air into all the folds and <laughs> the folds. Uh, yeah. You've got to dry Every, out all of the moist. You know what, though? You know what? Musqua and I will, will absolutely agree on something, though. Just, there is nothing fucking comfier than a kilt, though. Really? Like, true. It, it, you get a very nice oh, breeze. It's, a, it's so freeing. I, um, oh, it's when, amazing. When when my buddy sold me out to uh, men in kilts um, because he woke up late for work one day, he's just like, oh, fuck it, just keep the kilt. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a fair trade. And so <laughs> I have a kilt now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's Velcro. Oh, they're they're amazingly comfortable. They're just, oh, it's like magic. It's magic for your junk. You know what else I've been told is magic for your junk? Mm. Uh, putting gold bond on your junk. Gold bond? Like medicated powder? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, the stress reliever yeah yeah <laughs> specifically the blue one apparently uh i've been told that it's like air conditioning for your junk really blue gold bond yeah blue gold bond powder i don't know it'll you know go what? great with my head on <laughs> that those 25 dollars underwears you can get those are magic for your junk too where uh, they the have that one they have a separate where you can get sacks my package or my packs um, Wait. Where they have that separate thingy for your junk. Okay. Do we? Do, All right. Do we got I it? I, yeah, I found the segment. We got it. So it's car time. Car time. Car time. Car time. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Carr. Welcome back. So, I don't believe this is actually happening, but... You know what? Before I actually do go through my excitement, um, let me actually just uh, go back a step. So, back in October, when we had our election here in Canada, one of the big promises that the Liberals were running on was that the October election of 2015 was going to be the last election held under the first-past-the-post system. Now, myself being the ever-eternal optimist that if you want to see change, you need to vote for it, I voted accordingly. And the more and more the time went on, because I, I'd said right off the, the offset of the election, look, if they are going to do this, they need to do it within the first six months. And as... The, because it takes a glacial amount of time to change the electoral system of a country. There is, I mean, aside from just the legal hurdles of having to go through the, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, whatever legal document your country is based on, if you're going to change your electoral system, we are talking like amendment to the Constitution level shit. Same thing in Canada. We would have to amend our core constitutional documents if we were going to actually change our voting system. So, it's actually happening. Like, honest to God, it's happening. Slightly later than I would have liked. I mean, we're at, um, doing the math, we're about seven or eight months in, or seven months into this government. So, but still, like, we, again, it's going to be fast enough that assuming that something terrible doesn't happen here, it might actually be able to done in time. So, the Liberals on Tuesday said that we are now officially starting the primer and we are officially starting the full committee. It has been formed. It is now sitting and we are getting started on this. Thank fucking God. <laughs> I've said before that, uh, and I said this back during the election, especially when I was talking about strategic voting, that basically the first past the post system is bullshit. Uh, it is a system that was originally conceived when your methods of communication were horse and fucking buggy. And when your, you know, your, your, MPs were handling areas that were, you know, again, walking distance or horse riding distance with, you know, anybody who was in your constituency would be kind of within that that realm. And you would be able to then bring their concerns to Ottawa when you made your trip there for the, the half a year and then the other half of the year you'd be back in your in your constituency and having the most posh of dinner parties or having the most fine of wine and cheese parties if you are from, say, uh, Quebec, but, uh, you know, it's it, it, whatever floats your, um, your boat. Um, and hey, that works great when, again, telegraph is the most sophisticated thing, way you have to talk to one another. But this is 2016. We have Twitter and Telegram and Reddit. Using such an archaic voting system especially when modern technology is able to call out what bullshit the disparity of that first-past-the-post system is, um, really just frustrates anybody who's taken more than five minutes to actually think about it. I hate the system, um, and I'm not just saying that as somebody who tends to lean a little bit more on the left side of things in Alberta, um, but I mean, anybody who is in an area that maybe is predominantly, like, for instance, I, I can't, for the, for the same token, I cannot imagine how frustrating this system is for you know, conservatives um, who live in the middle of Toronto or, um, you know, Green Party members who live anywhere. Uh, I mean, the Green Party nationally gets more votes uh, and more of the, the popular vote share than the Bloc Québécois. And yet, with the exception of this last election, the Bloc Québécois has always had 
more seats in Parliament. I mean, the fact that Elizabeth May even has one, like, has her seat is a freaking miracle under our current system. Um, so what does this mean? Well, we've got the actual full committee has been formed and sitting. Um, it was unveiled by the Democratic Reform Minister, uh, Miriam Mosef, and the Government House Leader, Dominic LeBlanc. Basically, that we have formed a committee with 10 voting members. There are six members of the Liberal Party, three members of the Conservatives, um, and one new Democrat. Now, one Bloc Québécois and one MP um, uh, from the Greens, Elizabeth May actually, are also going to be on the committee, but they don't get votes. Um, again, I that I'm not I'm not okay with. I, I really do think that if we're going to do this right, we need to have full at least representation from all of the major parties in the country. Which I mean, I'm dicey on personally if the Bloc should be in there, but that's another discussion. Um, I, I really do think though that they should be voting members of this of this committee, but I mean, I'm happy this is even happening. To be quite honest, there is also the concerns coming out that the committee right now is well, it, it's stacked to the Liberals. Now, some would argue that well, yeah, but that's also proportional to roughly what it looks like in the House of Commons right now. But the problem is that our House of Commons was formed off of a system that we're now wanting to potentially get rid of. So, mm, I mean, again, there is that argument that. The other way you could form this committee would be proportionally. So take the popular results from the last election and then form the committee based on those numbers if you're going to try and form a new voting system. But of course, we also haven't decided what kind of voting system we're going to be doing, and that's part of the job of this committee. So this committee is supposed to basically study the alternatives in depth, consultation with Canadians, um, looking at the way that they work in other countries that are using these alternative systems that have been planned. Um, and then they are they have been told that they are going to have to come back to Parliament with a detailed report by the 1st of December. So by the end of this year, we are going to have the report of this committee, which is awesome. Um, now, there have been, like I said, there are already a couple of concerns coming out from the other parties that I've gone over with. You know, again, right now, the committee is a little bit weighted to the Liberals, um, the non-voting. And right now, there's also a bit of a hubbub that the committee was formed with the consultation of the opposition parties. And the opposition parties, especially the Conservatives, are going, hey, you never talked to us. So... There's a little bit of he said, she said going on there as well. Um, so what does actually reforming the voting system mean? Well, there are five major alternatives or five major systems that we're kind of looking at right now. Um, they are, sorry, six uh, systems because I cannot read with sort of um, a tweak on one as well. So, sorry, it was five systems other than our current system that we're using. So first, of course, is to basically keep what we have right now. The first past the post, or what's sometimes called single-member plurality. Basically what you have right now. You've got voting districts all over the country. You vote for your member of parliament. That member of parliament goes to Ottawa, forms parliament, and then whatever party has the most seats forms government. And the prime minister, of course, being the new leader of that party. So what we're using right now, it's what everybody is used to, and it sucks ass. I'm just going to say it right now. Um, I mean, in the entire history of Canada, there have only been six parliaments that have actually been formed where the ruling party actually had a majority of the popular vote. Six times. In 150 years of being a goddamn country, we have actually had a majority government that was a true majority six times. Ugh. 
So the next system is a preferential or a ranked ballot. Um, this one is fairly common for a lot of... Um, uh, ah, what do you call them? Party leadership. There we go. Um, where basically you would have a ballot that you rank your whatever MPs you want, uh, first, second, third, um, forfeit, however many there are. Um, all the votes are tallied up, and whoever had the uh, the least number of number one picks gets dropped off the list, and then all of the ballots who had that person marked as their first choice then goes to the second choice. You and, and then that becomes their vote. You keep doing that until you've hit a uh, an MP who has more than 50% of the popular vote, or have gotten to more than 50%. Um, it's an interesting system, and it allows us to keep sort of our, our regional care um, about the country. Um, and then we'll then send a parliament. There is, again, some concerns, though. It ends up being useless because you're still ending up with wasted votes. It just means that you've been able to more actively vocalize your, you know, your your first, second, third. It basically kind of makes it so that your strategic voting just becomes your preferentials. Like, oh, I'd prefer that guy, but I'd be okay with this guy. And then you say, for in my case, I would have slammed Harper, one of Harper's conservatives, down to the bottom of the list. Uh, maybe I would have slammed the Nazi party down to the bottom, but... Um, Anyway, because I'll, uh, this segment will end up being like 20 minutes if I actually go through even a brief description of all these, there is a fantastic primer right now of sort of the major systems that we would be looking at to reform our um, our electoral system on the CBC website. Um, if you actually just search for an article, um, Electoral Reform, a Primer, uh, it actually goes through in, again, a brief brief detail about the sort of systems that we're looking at. Now, one other thing that was on here as well, and this is kind of what I mentioned, the, the little tweak to any of them, is that voting becomes mandatory in Canada, like Australia. It would be actually illegal not to cast a vote, even if you end up spoiling your ballot. Um, and that's, I know, something that uh, the guys have talked about uh, before on Unfurled as well, is, is whether or not that would actually be a good thing. And guys, I would actually love to hear your thoughts, just even on that bit. Do you think that we should have compulsory voting in Canada? Um, and because that, that is definitely one of the things that this study is going to be looking at. The biggest thing that I want to tell you guys, all of our listeners in Canada, uh, if this is at all something you care about, and honestly, you should, because this is how we form our bloody government, uh, write in to the Minister for Democratic Reform. Uh, write into this committee uh, and let them know what you think or let them know that you would be open to more consultation, um, because it is very, very important that we make our voices heard. This is our chance to help reform our entire electoral system, which is awesome. Um, uh, the uh, the Twitter handle, for instance, for the, the minister is at Miriam Monsef. So at M-A-R-Y-A-M-M-O-N-S-E-F. That is the, the Twitter handle, or you can actually even just tweet at the prime minister or whatever. Just let them know, like, hey, Get back to me, whatever you want to do, so that you can make your voice heard on this change, because this is super important. And Freddie, if you tell me I don't report on Canada stuff anymore, then here you go. This one's for you. Uh, thank you very, very much for listening, guys. My name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of the show. And we're black. We're back. No, we're not We black. are most oh. certainly not one Racist. of those. <laughs> one of those? Racist. <laughs> I'm definitely not one of those people just said with such disdain. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Um, yeah, so... So that was a thing. We're going to close that so it stops dinging at me, actually. 
that would be a good thing. Um, yeah. So what Carr said about mandatory voting, yes, but it also needs to be a national holiday. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That 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 to me would be like, yeah. Though you would still ultimately end up getting like restaurants and stuff that like insist they stay open on. Well, okay. Holidays. So on that line, the mall. Um, there already is though a law. In I, I'm pretty sure it's law. I know it is. All in right, I would love to tell you about how much restaurants follow labor laws. Okay, but <laughs> this please is, let me go on. So, um, I'm at least I know in Alberta they have to give you. I think it's two hours to be able to go. I think, and I think vote. it's three. But please let me tell you about how all restaurants do this every time, guaranteed. Yeah. Well, it would also have to come with like a if you don't let your employees do this, we will come down you with like the furious the sort of anger. And let me tell you how often that works. We will hire Samuel L. Jackson to come and harass you. Uh, you uh, do a good job of that. Let yeah. me tell you why there aren't enough Samuel L. Jacksons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on top of that, like it would also be the kind of thing where if ma- voting was mandatory, the polls would have to be open for like a week or something, like something that would so allow. We would, we would have to have a similar law where you must be given your several hours to vote and <clears throat> be able to do that within the span of like a week. Yeah, or uh, or two or three days or something. I, that is another important thing to consider is that they would not be ready for the influx of people if voting was mandatory. If voting was mandatory, uh, okay. The, I, I'm telling you, Also, yes. that's really hard to regulate. I think, I think that's the, a bad idea. The first year would be a fucking gong show, and it'd be like mandatory unless you have a decent reason, like you're li- in the hospital or something. Well, you know, it could it, be similar to jury duty. Yeah, like you, you can present a reasonable reason. I'm not in the country. Oh, well, never mind then. See, that like, that would be a little more, like, but just like dead mandatory. I, I know for we've, the we've had our conversations about like whether or not somebody should be allowed to not vote. Yeah. And, and I'm not there's saying, a like, point is... like, you know, and Carr did specify even if you spoil your ballot. Yeah. That's fair. You know, and it would also like... I think it should be mandatory, but it would have to come in with systems that would make it easier to cast your vote and systems that would allow you to give within reason to be able to just be um, like, I can't. Allowing voting online. Yeah. You know, you'd sign in with your fucking like social insurance number or something. I think I just think this is this is just my take on it. I would I would fight to the death. For the right to vote. But I also, on the other hand, expect people to fight for the right for me to not have to vote. I and I think that's a fair. I, I think that's a fair trade-off. See, but the, like to me, what I feel is yeah. that there are certain parts of uh, you know living within a country uh, that require a but certain amount of participation. There's there's also a point to which we live in a free country. It yeah. is our choice. I, to or to not vote. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Voter apathy is not it's it's helping not necessarily anyone. it's not necessarily a good attitude, but the fact that um, the fact that people that don't vote would still I mean, reinforce it's, voting it's, for people sort that of, want to vote. Okay, so have we all seen Rick and Morty? Uh yes. It's like that episode where Rick sells the gun to the serial killer yeah, or to well, the assassin. See, but like, that's the thing is like, to me, 
Um, part of like your payment for living in a country like Canada is a certain amount of participation in Canadian government. I, I don't think payment is a good way of looking. Do you at pay it? taxes? That's... I mean, it's no, a, but y- it's a you, price. You cannot choose to live somewhere else. I, but... You are essentially required to live in Canada you're, because there's well, no other place that will take you without li- some in sort living of in Canada you're required to do all kinds of other things like not steal from people or they throw you in jail uh you know th- we have laws that forbid and enforce certain actions if you drive a car you have to by law have a license so for me it's like you know it, it, the government telling people that you you know you have to do a thing you have to pay your taxes every year that's that's the law you have to do it right so i mean to me the government saying yeah you got to do a thing it i mean and then people saying well you know uh, you know it's my right to not i mean it's not your right to not pay taxes and that's a form of participating in government so in my mind is participating in government mandatory is not a bad thing no but at the same time i just like to motion towards the chat and any of you that can't see it or not in the chat um I just paraphrase I, I like the yeah i like the comment ideally you want to improve voter engagement and participation naturally and that is where i'm at that because um, if somebody but but not force it because that's where i'm at with that because i don't want i don't want bullshit votes i don't think what's the fuck there's no fucking point it's not actual participation at that point it's fucking ghosting and it's this is similar to the conversation that we had about like you know whether or not you feel like doing a thing yeah you know if i don't feel like doing the podcast i have two choices not do it which ultimately feeds into like this habit of not making my thursdays available not coming to the podcast and then not recording and then you fall out of the habit or you push through it and then it becomes a rhythm you become used to the fact that, oh, you know, maybe yeah. you do have to go vote. And I agree with both of you. There's It's like, a weird I would area, be okay, right? I would be okay with mandatory voting because I do believe that, one, either people don't do it because there are no consequences, which is very true. Yeah. Um, oh, or, totally. you know, people do have currently the right to not vote. This is their choice. Yeah. Um, it would be... A better use of your time than doing the fucking census. Yeah, I was I'm gonna say I'd rather have mandatory doing. voting than mandatory census. I think like the the fact that the census is mandatory is horseshit. Um, uh, I see the need for that. I, I, too. I, I see a value in it, but the questions they ask, my god! <laughs> like, I, where were you on the third Wednesday of the fourth year of the winter solstice of nineteen sixty four? Like. Yeah, it's kind of a big old load of... Also, like, they ask, are you are you not white, Yeah, like, 80 times? How many times uh, a year, on average, do you masturbate? Uh... Yeah, what's your shoe size? Like, like there's there's legitimate questions on there that I think that are good, and, you, you know, I understand why they want to know those things. But there's some questions where they just, like, I don't know, like, whoever came up with all these fucking questions... Some of them wants to delve like a little too deep. Like I just, I just don't think it's. You don't really just, need to. You know. just get to one of the questions. So what are you wearing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I I understand it's important, and I get I get a lot of those questions are important, and I think it is an important thing. It's annoying and 
sucks, but it's there, but it's it, a thing. It, it there there, there is a lot of things about living but, in a first world country that are annoying and seem trivial. But, but in, Tal Tal does have a very good point in which we do have a lot of freedoms granted to us by these governments and institutions and by these laws exactly so i would not disagree with a mandatory voting law because i agree that voting is important it's just and some people aren't qualified to make that decision i I will say though that as much as i'm saying that a mandatory (laughs) vote thing wouldn't necessarily be bad it's one of those things where it would have to be implemented extremely carefully Uh, and extremely well right it's not the kind of thing where it's just like voting's mandatory and if you don't do it we'll come arrest you it's not shit that needs a gray area it would would be like a traffic ticket you didn't vote here's your 150 dollar ticket it's just it's the kind of thing where that kind of change and that kind of reform would need to be very very carefully they would also they would also have to reform the voting process entirely yeah and like you, by, would be, you would have to be able to like they'd either have to automate it, vote online, or allow vote by Twitter. <laughs> allow so much, um, maybe a verified Twitter handle, something yeah, like that, a, like a verified phone number. Vote, but vote with your yeah. phone. Te- text now to choose your fucking. Well, hell, like when we were doing the podcast at uh, Furry, I donated five bucks to the Red Cross by texting a number. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's one of those things too where it would have to come with a lot of changes to the way we vote. And it would have to be considered very carefully in the wording, how it's done, and the other changes that would have to come with it, right? There's, it can't just, like I said, it can't just be, it's mandatory to vote now. It would have to be, it's mandatory to vote now, and all this other shit is because, different. Yeah, um, like actually, similar to, like, because when Ontario made winter tires mandatory, well, guess what happened? Ontario ran out of winter tires. Yeah. Um, Whoops. Yeah, so it's just it's it's one of those things where I'm you know there's so, there are PhDs like, there are PhD theses on this out there in the world and people much smarter than I who would probably be able to delve in the ins and outs of this much better than me. It's just my personal feeling. I don't have a problem with something like that as long as it's done properly. It'd have to be regulated well, and I would agree with that. Like and, again, if it was regulated well. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't disagree with a mandatory voting law. I wouldn't necessarily say that a, like a black and white, it's mandatory. Um, I think that's a terrible idea. Or, but. or if they allowed you specifically an option to abstain from voting or to spoil your ballot. Yeah. Or, okay. yeah, yeah or, like, or like to not vote, you would have to like. Well, well, sign up well, to not vote. What was it we were talking? You there'd have to well, be an affirmative action of some type. What was Either that thing you, we were talking about where it's you? It's not spoiling your ballot, and it's not abstaining from voting, but it is like it's something that you do to I, mark your ballot in such a way that you are like not voting for any voting in protest or something. Yeah, I, something I like I that. Know. But like I, I don't know. I, even like I said, like even if they made it like there, there, you have to make some type of affirmative thing, yeah. like to not vote, e- right? Yeah, you even, have to go even if on everyone to... logged in to say I'm not voting, you are still a registered voter. You have voiced your opinion, like you, you, you yeah. have submitted your vote. Yeah, quote, you, you can even, even if like, your vote is nothing. Yeah, you can do it ahead of time, like log into the government of Canada site and say I choose not to vote this term. Yeah, I abstain from it, voting this term, and yeah, that would it, be it's fine. just something that would require like, an act 
because on someone's it's, rather than it's just like, nothing. Exactly. It's like when they try to report on statistics like, oh, this many percentage of rapes went unreported this year. I'm like, well, how do you know? Yeah. Well, like, what metric are you basing well, this on? Well, I mean, they can tell how many Canadians didn't vote because they know how many Canadians there are. Yes, but, but like, it's... I just, I it, just it think... It would give them a much better metric yeah. and a much fairer I just system. think it's too easy to just do nothing. And by making people make uh, make an affirmative statement that they're not, I think a lot more people would be like, well, if I have to do a thing anyway, I'm just going to go I, and... I would still prefer nothing to vote fudging. I, yeah, I would it, still it, definitely prefer well, that. No, but See, I mean, like you, if, you'd still do nothing. It's just you're stating beforehand, I'm not voting. And I'm, like, I'm okay with that. It's funny because my opinion on has changed on this since the last time we talked about it. Um, I would agree with your viewpoint uh, a lot more, Adam, if I could trust people to be motivated by their own ambition. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. I, and, and I, I agree can't. with that. I agree with that point that just not... I can't trust people to actually like know what's good for them anymore if people don't have to they won't do and well, i and i completely understand yeah, and that, that's why fact. i'm saying like make just like something you have to do and i think that just by making that a thing like even if you're not voting you still have to like log if, into if, a thing they, and say that you're not if they then, can give enough of a shit to get online and to vote yeah. maybe they'll vote for yeah, someone a lot of people whereas they wouldn't be, have before yeah, the probably, abstain button. Yeah, i have they, i have abstained from voting because i just didn't give a shit yeah so no, it's like i didn't like the party i just i, I just like, feel like it, a lot of people who would who would just do it out of laziness would be like well if i gotta yeah. do all this shit anyway i'm just gonna go and fucking vote like cause... It, it wasn't because i disagreed with any political party it wasn't because i didn't like the candidates i was lazy yep and i didn't vote so that's well what and, then, and then and then with a system like that though the upside of a system like that where you do have an abstain button maybe that will maybe that will further programs for voter voter participation yeah rather than just because like if the fucking if the idea behind you have to do it has ever been anything more than oh they said i have to so i'm not gonna that fucking kid parent bullshit yeah. if if that doesn't spawn the shit out of that attitude i don't know what will people will still do it but it's gonna be so fucking begrudgingly it, done like I mean, it's just not like, gonna be uh, that's why like i say like i was saying like a full-blown black and white it's just mandatory now that would never work that that is like tea party or breeding ground right there but like, the, maybe it's the recipe for like the entire country voting for trump i mean like, who knows? <laughs> but if you if you give people that abstain option yeah then i think what they'll like you can, it, ab you can abstain but you uh, must affirmatively state it well and it can you, spawn you, voter participation yeah. programs you, you and would, get people thinking about you would absolutely to get have participate you would have to maintain the integrity of the original election process yeah yeah to allow people the choice not to vote or to vote for nobody yeah Man. Um, we've been rambling on about this for a while, though. Yep. Uh, so I think, Go vote. Uh, guess what? It's time for email. Email. It's letter time. <laughs> email <laughs> time. All right, I'm going to start because Tal usually starts, I think. Okay. All right. Uh, this one is from S Slayer Fox. S-L-E-Y-E-R Fox. Like huh. uh, hey, fuzzies. Was just catching up on your latest episodes, and there was talk about a Zootopia spoiler discussion that had to be postponed so Tal could see it, and it was never brought up again. I'd be oh, yeah. interested in hearing in hearing it, and I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, Bushily Slayer Fox, 
there's a couple of reasons we didn't talk about Zootopia up until now. Yeah. Uh, mostly because it didn't come out in like the Eastern countries until like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, we were holding off just to make sure our listeners. We, uh, we wanted to make sure people had the chance to see it first. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it's been long enough now that oh, we can talk certainly. about it. Um, so all I have to say is you I called fucking it. called it. You, you call you did call <laughs> it. Like I'm like I after I went to go see it, even my boyfriend kind of turned and looked at me and he was like, damn. Like <laughs> damn son. He, he was like, man, like he, like at first he's like, I think you're being like too critical of this movie. Like it's not gonna be that predictable. And then he's like fuck off like see because like when you were talking about it like you were describing what you thought the movie would be and i'm like eh, you're kind of close <laughs> i was like no you're fucking right like, on the money. like bang on i wasn't i wasn't gonna spoil it for you that would ruin the fun but yeah well i mean it's the thing is like anyone expecting to go into some like weird profound new storytelling method i'm sorry but well, disney isn't known for taking big risks in their storytelling well, here's, it's, like it's not about the, yeah. it's not about the fact that the story was typical it's about the fact that they actually executed it quite well they did it was an excellent film Definitely. Um, I loved the little attention to detail about, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the little train like, thing, the little it's, doors it's been, on it's shit. It's been such a point of discussion between writers and the fandom because Disney took it and did something none of us really thought of. The, the size difference between everything, which was, like... And the variety. Yeah. They're, like... Like, it, they're fucking giraffes, rhinos, hippopotamus, Bogo. I don't remember what species he is. Bogo. Water buffaloes. Bogo. Yeah, water buffalo. Bogo. And then, yeah, then you have shit like Little Rodentia. Bo- Bogo in the police locker room. Bogo in the gym. Anyway, enough <laughs> of your sexual fantasies. <laughs> Bogo. Uh, b- oh my Claw god. Clawhauser. Yeah, Bogo Clawhauser <laughs> is my favorite ship now because of that movie. It was so funny too because when I saw it and fucking Clawhauser started talking, I'm like, oh my god, you're adorable. Like, <laughs> like he's so fabulous. Fuck. Ah. Uh, oh my god. And then, like, when I was watching it, too, I didn't expect that Bogo could be hotter. And then he started talking in a British accent. So that kind of did it for me. Uh, yeah. But lo- lots of neat little references in it, too. Like, yeah. um, you know, obviously the um, br- the Breaking Bad reference. Yeah. I laughed so fucking hard. When that was I, amazing. That was so good. Uh, um, of course, the Godfather references. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I fucking, I loved it. Um, like if, People if you, are becoming obsessed with fucking bunnies now. Holy God. It's, Bun- it's, like, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. We all did. Yeah, fucking, well, we, we knew Zootopia was going to become the new... The, it's the new Fox and the Hound slash fucking new Robin Fox and the Hound slash, yeah, Robin... Like... Yeah. yeah. It, like, it, and it's it's good. I enjoyed it, it. I watched it several times, I mostly like... because I'm a dirty furry faggot, but also <laughs> because it was a decent movie. I, I only actually got to see it once. I did. I would have gone to see it again, but I just didn't get the chance. I, I only have one criticism. Not but, enough goats. Not enough goats. <laughs> not enough goats. No, there were some sheep, but I will. I will tell you though. 
I had a good, solid conversation with a group of non-furs, and we all absolutely agreed the Shakira antelope, 10 out of 10 would smash. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All of us, all of us were like, how the fuck did they do that? But they did it. Yeah. And it, we're all like, they made that antelope sexy as fuck. Every, everyone is furry for gazelle. I, it was just, <laughs> I don't know, but like, it was just funny that we were just like, so... You know, you know, like the Shakira gazelle from you know, gazelle from from you know Zootopia. We're all like, yeah, and I'd be like, what do you think? And we're all like, looked at each other and just like did the slow nod where we're <laughs> just the buildup of like, yeah, you're just waiting for the <laughs> you're waiting for the other person to nod so that yeah. you can slowly nod yeah, so that like, they can see you nod so that they other person can nod. So yeah. like, and then you're like, oh, oh my god, I would bang her so hard. Yeah. So I was just like, so uh, what do you think? What? Um, before I tell you. I, so I, one <laughs> of the things that I'm actually really liking about Zootopia now is that a lot of the creators are actually really engaging with the fans. Um, like, you know, the two wolves that were like, oh, shut up. You're going to start a howl. Right. Yeah. Those two. Um, they didn't have names before. And then someone was talking to the creators like, you know, they don't have names. We want them to have names. They should have names. And the creators were like. I don't know. His name could be Larry. What do you think, other creator guy? Should we name him Larry? And the other creator guy is just like, yeah, Larry sounds good. It's Larry now. <laughs> that, so, so one of them is fucking named Larry. Yeah, I like, was going to say that that is the entire writing process right there. Like, yeah, like so, uh, I mean, it's what's just, this fucker's name? Oh, Glenn. OK, Glenn. Well, but cool. just, just the fact that creators of a fucking Disney movie are engaging with fans and like, posthumously naming characters uh, actually you know what this is really similar to what the my little pony fandom a little bit yeah kind of because here we are freaking out about this movie and we're like oh my god this is awesome and the guys and are it's like a kids movie <laughs> yeah and it's a kid movie is still arguably more acceptable to be enjoyed by adults but uh there were a few parts oh and another interesting bit of trivia. Uh, Judy Hopps' neighbors, right? They have the same last name. They, yeah, they're different species, roommates, and at the end credits, they have the same last name. Yep. That's ridiculous. They, so they're a gay couple. The fandom caught on to that so fast. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like... <gasps> Which is awesome and progressive, oddly enough. Yeah, it, and see, it's like, to me... I love that kind of representation of gay it's people so in movies. Subtle. Yeah, it's just, it's subtle. It's there. It's one of yeah, those things like where... Y you want the real gay couple? They're those fuckers that live hey, right next door. Yeah, and they're kind of assholes. And, <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Like, Didn't you hear a conversation with her family? She feels like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's the thing. It's like, they, they didn't make them fucking flamboyant. They didn't make it obvious. They didn't shove it down your throat. The guys didn't turn around and like, by the way, we're loud. Oh, and we're gay. Like, it yeah. wasn't, you know, like. No, by the way, we're loud. Don't expect it, us to apologize for it. It didn't yeah. insist upon itself. No. Exactly. They're, just, they're like, just there. And it was like, for the people who wanted it and wanted to see it, the the like, breadcrumb was there that's all people want is yeah. some acknowledgement without making a scene exactly yeah 
And, you know, they, they were definitely there. Like they were, you know, they were a presence in the movie. They had an effect. Uh, so they weren't just like completely forgotten. By the way, these two rodents that you saw at the oh. fucking Starbucks. Yeah, they're they're in not this completely for insignificant. Half a you, you only see them once, but you at least hear them several more times. Yeah. So they're background characters. Yeah. And but the thing is, the movie wasn't about a gay character. I, you know, it, I, w- I would fight anyone who suggested that like fucking Nick should be gay or some shit like that. Like bullshit fuck off that wasn't well, the story they no, were the, telling. the main character certainly doesn't need to be gay yeah um but i don't know i just i love that tidbits yeah where it's yeah. just it's it's a just a thing it's just a fact and the thing in the world where they live and to me that that's what being gay should be it's just a fact of the world where people live you know like yeah. it's, it's like ah. making things real and not like over exactly overstating it it's it's that is what i want and that's why like i I actually get in this argument sometimes on twitter uh with people when they talk about games and stuff and it's like well no because like just forcing in a gay character for the sake of fucking checking off a box yeah that's not good either this this is the whole art like one it's a great message for the movie because in a movie about discrimination you have what is a normal gay couple living next door? Yeah, exactly. And in addition to, there's no reason to shoehorn in characters for the sake of diversity. Exactly. Yeah, checking. It's just like it's no difference if, when they do the 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 ethnicity part of it, where it's just like, well, we have to have you know one like, quarter ethnic people in this movie, well, you know, to there, make there's it progressive. Only, there's only one way to approach that kind of a problem effectively. Is to write it yourself. Yeah. Like, I, think- I don't have to write about the eccentric, gay, Hispanic, fucking <laughs> other kin, pansexual. Yeah. Here's, here's Larry, by the way. He, he's, he's the brown one. That's Larry. Um, but yeah, it, it's like, it's one of those things like, and it, it reminds me, you know what it reminds me of? Remember, like, even up to about four years ago, you'd walk into like a uh, gap and you would see the picture on the wall with the models and there'd be the one black person, one white person, one Asian person, one Indian person. And it's like, and like, it was so blatant like, and obvious. Fucking yeah. Captain Planet, like that 70s yeah. show. Yeah, like, um, see, that that's... <laughs> Magic like, School Bus. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, they're all just checking off... The- Chicken yeah. off the text boxes. Yeah, it's like, you know. Chicken off. You know, it's it's like, you know, whereas in the store, if they had like just models that look, you know, just the, the pictures of people that where they looked natural, you know, like there's the black girl and her Asian friend hanging out with the computer on one picture. And then over here we got like the white chick. And then over here we got like some Indian guy and his white friend hanging out playing video games. Like that feels natural, but like, just like literally one of each race. in Yeah. Like a, like a rainbow. Like, (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, so that I see that a lot. And there was a term that I can't, I don't know who coined it or when it was coined, but somebody coined the term virtue signaling. And 
virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. It's a real thing when basically that's what happens. It's when these people like, you know, go through and they tick off the boxes and then they turn around and go, look at this thing I made. It's so diverse. I'm such a great person. Yeah, uh, that's what that reminds me of when right? I used to play fetish roulette in FA. Like, yeah, it's it's like. Sorry, by fetish roulette, I mean like fetish everything. It's yeah. just see how many keywords you can get. In, or sorry, fetish bingo. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, what they're doing is virtue signaling. They're not doing it because they care or because no, they're they, doing it because they'll get recognized. Exactly. Yeah, because look, people look at that how person's quirky a good person. and diverse I am. Yeah, like, they're trying to show everybody how virtuous of a person they are. And that's the thing is I don't want to be used as to fucking diversity points. Like, fuck off, you know? So it's that, like, the way Zootopia did it to me is exactly how I want it. If they're, like, if it's not about gay people, right? Uh, Just slipping a couple it's really, in. It's really unfortunate that these mon- minorities are using themselves as the spectacle. Yeah. Because when you tell somebody that you have to include, you know my me 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 yeah you are the special little snowflake that everyone makes fun of yeah and they should yeah so and that's like, the thing is like i'm not going to go to disney and tell disney that they have to tell my story like, so a, no. po- a polite tip of the hat to the gay couple next door we love you yeah like perfect it's great yeah. That yeah, like it, that was perfect and like it was one of those things where i didn't even realize it at the time and you know what that's the thing about that's how gay it that's the best part about it is that you're it's not fucking like nothing is blatant like, like you, you don't if you have think to. about if their apartment is as small as judy's was yeah they're sitting pretty close to each other <laughs> but it, it's just like it it you know uh, it's it's funny too because because of the when people found that out immediately like pictures of judy hopped laying in her bed at night as like moans and groans come through the fucking wall was posted um but it's just like yeah it's one of those things where to me like it's like if you you know you see two guys on the street are they gay no and you're probably a homophobe for asking that question like you know it's like it's one of those things where if you see two people and like they're probably gay it's like you're probably homophobic you know, if you're one of those people that goes around, you but know, here's well, the thing: who the fuck cares if they yeah. are or aren't? Like they're like, just people it's, living it's their life, of, right? Like, it's one of those things, though. I mean, like people like to play guessing games. Yeah, and well, like, you, you know what I mean, though. Like, where if, if, if you're looking at a a couple of guys across the street, and you're like, oh, they're probably gay. Yeah, you're like, okay, you homophobe. But, but like, he's, even as a gay guy, but like if you look at a guy and you're like, oh my god, he is so gay. Like that's there's, there's not. A, really homophobic that is your intuition telling you that that person is probably a homosexual there's, there's a definite difference between like look like, at those guys i wonder gaydar, i wonder if they're together or to go be like look at those couple of fruits over there like there's a total difference yeah. between like gaydar is a real thing <laughs> yeah, like, like like the 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 feeling i got when i walked into uh, starbucks and my barista was wearing a five inch thick white belt over his really tight Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt. Well, that's just greeted, it. And greeted me <laughs> with, hi. I mean, I, you might as well just ask to, to see the tramp stamp on his back. <laughs> I like there. I mean, there are times where I'm like, yeah, girl, you're hella gay. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where like, if it matters enough that you walk around wondering if people are gay, you probably have a problem. Um, but yeah, anyway, we have been rambling on that rambling for man. a long time. All right. So I guess we have you finished? Uh, yeah. 
If you want to use the laptop oh, here. That's amazing. I feel like I should almost give this one to Tell just because it's exactly about his article. Yeah. It's <clears throat> it's up to you, Tell. This this next email is like exactly about the article you read. So if you want to read this one, no, I'm more than just, okay with we, it. We can just, just, just read it because we already read the article it, and we got our opinions out on that. So. It's got All some right. details we didn't have in there. Like apparently it started for five grand. All right. So our next email is from the wonderful Eternal Squirrel. Good evening, succulent veal, buffalo wings, at Frank's gourmet fun in a bun, and moist souvlaki. <laughs> I didn't know I was moist. <laughs> uh, that's why I need the gold bond powder. Yeah. The medicated powder, because I'm too moist. Sorry, what was, what was I again? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Uh, uh, sorry, you didn't hear? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, good evening, succulent veal, buffalo wings. At Frank's Gourmet Fun in a Bun and Moist Souvlaki. Wow. Oh, uh, I guess I am pretty fun in bed, so I mean, I'll take it. These, these, This is my favorite part of the emails. So if you guys <laughs> could like amp this up, this is seriously my, oh, this is the most amazing thing. I, I want a new and original name for me every time. You're damn fucking right. <laughs> there is There is too much shit out there and too much imagination for this not to be interesting every time. Anyway. So. <laughs> Got a little rage there. Um, so, Eternal Squirrel writes, I have an article for you. You may recall George Zimmerman's murder of uh, Trayvon Martin. I, I think I remember that from oh, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, what, what was his uh, name again? Um, Hans Zimmer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I think everybody forgetting his name is probably the best thing that could happen to society right now. George Megaman, something like that. Yeah. Um. The listing on gunbroker.com includes a description uh, written by George Zimmerman, a former neighborhood watch captain acquitted by a jury in the teen's 2012 shooting death. The killing sparked a national conversation about race and stand your ground laws. The firearm is listed as a 9mm Caltech PF9 pistol and goes on sale Thursday morning with bidding starting at $5,000. This is a piece of American history, he wrote in the post, which has not been verified by NBC News. I can't imagine why. Um, in the post, Zimmerman, 30 of 32, said the Justice Department had recently returned the gun to him and he has received offers from people who want to purchase it or put it on display. However, the office offers bleh, were to use the gun in a fashion I did not feel comfortable with. Again, I can't imagine why. Um, a portion mm-hmm. of the auction's proceeds are supposed to fight BLM, Black Lives Matter, violence against law enforcement officers, as well as ensure the demise of Hillary Clinton's anti-firearm rhetoric. Uh, Clinton, the Democratic frontrunner for president, said in a speech in April to the National Action Network that Zimmerman should never have had a gun. Again, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't imagine why. <laughs> uh, Zimmerman killed Martin after he saw the unarmed 17-year-old walking through his gated Sanford community on February 26, 2012, and did not recognize him. He confronted the boy, leading to an altercation and the shooting. Zimmerman claimed self-defense. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I'd call that pretty messed up. I enjoyed your live foray show. I was in the audience. I saw you tell, even if you didn't see me. Erotically yours, Eternal Squirrel. Huzzah! Hooray! I, I saw you, Eternal Squirrel. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we've already given pretty much our piece on this, uh, but, you, you know, the, to answer your email, that thing that we said about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, there, that answers it. There's not yeah. a lot more to say. Yep. Yeah. 
so uh yeah thank you for the emails i guess we'll probably sign out uh it's getting pretty late getting late yeah, so definitely getting tate uh yeah uh i guess on that note uh you can if you'd like to contact us we have fixed all of our email forms oh my god what yeah that's straight up witchcraft literally all of our contact information you can uh, can be found on unfurled.net the website uh it's got a links to our youtube itunes twitter account um uh patreon and a contact us form uh that you can email us at or you can just email us directly uh us at unfurled.net um if you like the show please consider uh supporting us on patreon we got a couple rewards for the people uh supporting us on there uh so be sure to check that out and if you would like to keep up with our live streams that we at least try to do assuming we're not at a convention uh every week uh, usually oh, come on. we only missed on, one uh, Thursday evenings. Oh, no. uh, you can find us on YouTube. We are slash unfurled podcast on YouTube. So be sure to like comment, subscribe over there. All that bullshit you're supposed to say for YouTube shit slash unfurled. Yeah. Uh, suck it slash bite my ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and be sure also to uh, follow us on Twitter where we have our uh, updates going out for when the episodes go up and when we're streaming. Uh, we also have a Telegram group. You can find the link on unfurled.net there as well. Uh, we would like to thank uh, everyone who's donated to the show on Patreon. Also, yes, you're amazing. Thank uh, you. We'd like to thank uh, Omari for the icon and thank logos you, you, and you, stuff you, that, you, were, that we got. And also Scream Fox uh, for the music that he gave us. You can find both of them on For Affinity. Um, yeah. Hot damn, children. Awesome. Hot damn. Hot damn. So we did it. Sweet giggity goo. Achievement unlocked. Did a podcast. Yep. Done. On that note, good night. Or, you know, bad night. Do, do or that. Thing. Yeah, do whatever you want, really. Yeah, just have a blase kind of. Have a night. Kind of yeah. Night. Of, have, the, of the kind of which of your choosing. Yes, be be your own person and have a night. We, maybe, we maybe wish you... you a restful unconsciousness. <laughs> <laughs> that or, in a... or a wakeful consciousness. <laughs> or a uh, sleepless night you dick wig, wig, wig. <laughs> uh but yeah you know in my old age this wiggling gets painful <laughs> uh, apparently so this is how we're gonna take take us out with me wiggling or uh, well you have to do your thing what what thing? I, I I I don't know of which thing you speak the, of. The thing that we have ended literally episode every episode with since, you on since it. we came I, back. I, yeah. I'm just waiting for the. <clears throat> yeah, as we all lean in and we're, stare we're, at you, and people are like the fucking episode. People see that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to be at foray for, just to have like a room full of people to go. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, he's gonna do it. I don't know. Just wait. Uh, Shut up! He's gonna do it. Except instead, we got the entire room to do it. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love you all. You're amazing. <laughs> all right, but you know, do what you want. Remember, don't forget to touch yourself. And as always, we'll miss you and we love you. Oh, beautiful! All right, goodbye, stream. Goodbye, stream. I miss you. Bye. I think about you every night. <laughs>